Welcome everyone, everyone far and wide to the eighth installment of Afternoons with Podcast. I cannot believe that we've had eight episodes already, well, seven, um, and this being the eighth one. Um, as always, our podcast is sponsored by the Marcus Grand Project. Um, and our mission as Afternoon Agency um, is to curate authentic stories that reflect the intersectionality within all of us. Um, and the purpose of this podcast is to create conversations um, and topics around topics that are relevant to our industry and our culture. Today, we are with the team for another team podcast. Super excited to have a nice small group of us talking about uh, things that are important to us. So uh, we can go ahead and get started with some team intros. Hey everybody, I am Tony O'Neill. I am our team's video producer. Hello everybody, my name is John A and I am an art director. Yes, yes, and hello everyone. It's Rashid Owens again. Uh, you've actually heard all of our voices on the podcast before, so we are regulars. Um, super excited to have this conversation. Um, with Tony and John A. Um, and really, this podcast will be talking about job search and career ex uh, exploration. So we're all kind of in this moment right now. Um, just to give a little background, if you all don't know a lot about uh, the Markets Grand Project, um, MGP is an organization that creates like different workshops and boot camps. Um, where people come and do them and then they kind of like disperse and go live their lives after. So uh, we're a part of the I Create Bootcamp, which is the summer bootcamp. We are the first virtual class due to uh, the pandemic, um, but we are almost, I think like T minus two weeks away from the program being done. Um, so now we're all in like different points of our job search process and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's definitely what we'll be talking about today. But before we get like too deep into the topic, how are our guests? How are y'all feeling? You know, how we feeling in T minus two weeks till the end of the, to the end of the program? What's up? I don't know. It feels kind of weird, but like weird in a good way. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that, but almost feels like, dang, like we, we really did all that. And this, and now it's coming to a close. Like, I feel like there's still something else <laughs> that we need to do, but low key. It's, it's crazy how fast time has gone. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. We finished up Apple. Yes. We're we we finished up another one of our clients and ooh, yeah, this is crazy. Time really flies. The summer like flew by. Like I felt like I feel like we were in um March and April and May for like so long, but now the summer is gone. So that's kind of crazy. Um, but hopefully, you know, there's a little conversation about maybe, you know, keeping it moving with afternoon agency with the, even when the summer over. So, you know, I feel like this, this, there's, there's more conversation to be had about what afternoon agency is doing. And I would love that because I love y'all and I love this agency, you know, that kind of stuff. So. I think that we're in a good space. Like if we are, if we wanted to move forward, I think we're in a good space to talk about that. And move forward. What do you think, Tony? Um, I'm a hundred percent for it. Um, <clears throat> it's been something that I think 
I've been advocating for it for a little bit. Well, a, a few of us have been advocating for it because it's like we've done so much already together. Well, I mean, why would we even that up? So, yeah, I'm, I'm down. You already know I'm down. We just got to figure out, we got to have a, those conversations because there's definitely a lot of conversations to be had. And I'm excited. I'm excited for what, for what the future holds for us. And mm-hmm. I've made those sentiments clear to to my to my co-hosts, my co-guests here, and my my the rest of my agency as well. So shout out to y'all, man. We we doing good stuff. We doing great stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. Actually. So on the topic of career search and job search, all that kind of stuff, entering the industry in a pandemic. It's kind of crazy. Um, has the pandemic like shift y'all's career paths or career goals or job searches or anything like that? You want to go or you want me to go? (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, it it definitely has impacted um, what I view as my next steps um, and some of the goals and dreams that I have because I'm really interested in working in the music industry in some way. But because of the pandemic, like, it's probably not even best to dive into that. Um, Like a lot of industries have been affected by it. Um, But as far as like long-term goals and my actual dreams and what I want to do, what I can do, I know that I can do it. I know that it'll happen for me, but we probably just gonna have to pause right now. And so because of that, I've been looking into like other fellowships or, um, programs like the Adobe Creator Program or just like things to kind of um, allow me to create more and use this time wisely. So that's my main goal is figuring out a way to use this time wisely. Yeah, um, I would have to echo that as well. Um, I'm naturally a planner. Like I like to have like next steps kind of like outlined for myself. Not that I necessarily have to fall within that step, but I need to know what I'm kind of doing going forward. Um, and so it's definitely been a shift in the way that I usually think in the way that I operate, um, just with like the pandemic. But what I will say is I don't necessarily feel unprepared for what's next because I feel like we were in a really unique situation when we started the Marcus Graham Project, um, just kind of operating and working remotely and doing all this stuff virtually amongst 13 people kind of just I feel like it prepared us for anything, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I, I don't necessarily think that I'm, I'm prepared in that way, but I am taking some of that stuff with me as I'm searching for a job, you know? How, like, is it gonna be remote? Um, how is it gonna operate? Like, is it gonna be full-time, part-time? Looking at fellowships, you know, different things, just expanding my horizons a little bit more. And I feel like that's kind of like what's stressing me a lot, stressing me out a little bit is because now, like, there's a world like out there of like different positions, fellowships, you know, full time, location, remote, like all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, I feel so inundated with like, what do I do? And what do I even want to do? You know, because now I've done the brand management thing after I did account management last summer, but like, do I want to do that? Do I want to be a strategist? Do I want to like all those kind of thoughts just like be going through the head. So it's like, is it the pandemic that's 
making my career search scarier or is it just me not knowing what I want to do, you know, like that kind of thing. So definitely when you, John, when you talked about like those, like different fellowships and stuff like that, like, does it like leaving one fellowship and possibly like going to another like role that's not full time? Is that because to me, like that makes me a little nervous because I need like, I'm looking for stability. Like I feel like I've been in stable this summer. So like, what are y'all thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. I that's it's not it's not ideal, but it is a way for like to build more experience and use time wisely. But also like I, I feel like for a lot of creative people, this might be the best time to like work on those projects that we all feel like can like boost our portfolio or those passion projects that we all um wanna do but can never figure out the time to complete. And so with like fellowships, that gives you that space and that time to do that. And so when the pandemic has um, come to a place where everybody is like more comfortable hiring and it is kind of stabilized, then you have this um, this book of work or this time that you spent actually developing um, your portfolio or the things that you want to do. So that's how I'm seeing it. It's definitely not ideal, like ideal jumping from thing to thing, but but the skills you guys have that's very interesting a very interesting perspective because i've also thought about that it's like going from one program to another and like kind of like how that looks because then you're gonna end up right back in the same you know what i mean the same situation mm-hmm. um not to say everybody will but it's always that possibility um and it, you know what's really interesting though is like i was talking to one of my mentors and he was pretty much just like, you know, your best bet right now is to probably just do another fellowship mm-hmm. or something similar to that because usually those kind of turn into something else. Um, but again, like there's always that what if, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. And then to Johnny's point too about like creating stuff, I feel like that's kind of where they might just be at, you know what I mean? Like just kind of carving that out for yourself. First, and that's another thing that I've been exploring too. And we talked a little bit about it earlier about like continuing afternoon agency. I um, mean, it's already ours, but like, do we want to, do we even want to go and work for someone else? Do you know what I mean? Like, we literally have already kind of carved our, our own sort of path out for ourselves. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, whether they're in an agency or they're just a freelancer or independent creative, or whatever. A lot of people now, like, are just making their own sort of path, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's, yeah, this is a, yeah, I, I'm with that, like, finding your own path, finding that niche, um, but also, like, for me, as far as, like, a fellowship, considering a fellowship, I would much, I'm the type of person, like, I want to use my time to the best that I, so if I have to do a fellowship while I wait for a job to come around, I will. I will do it. Um, Of course, like being intentional about which roles you accept and the work that you complete. But yeah, that's that's where my head is at. Um, Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. So like in terms of like those different fellowships or those different job opportunities, like how have y'all, if y'all have like been searching or looking for like different opportunities? Like I know it's tough because it's stressing me out, like, just thinking about it. Um, But, like, (laughs) how have y'all been going about that, that searching process, the discovery process? Um, I've definitely tried to 
take a completely different approach from what like how I would usually go about doing it. I've been trying to make um, more use of the connections that I've kind of like come across and I've been operating a little bit more on LinkedIn, just kind of like connecting with people a little bit more because like that's referrals are going to be a big thing. We all know that it's all about who you know. Um, and that's something that I never usually do. Um, I haven't done at all really um, is take advantage of the people that I know in certain places up until now, like recently, I've, like me doing that is kind of, I feel like I've, get, I've gotten a little bit further than what I would have been like if I was just doing my own usual, like going through this stuff, you know what I mean? Like doing it my, on my own. I feel like I've gotten a little bit further by like having people kind of like, I guess guide me. Mm-hmm. That guidance is key, like, because especially, I don't know, like, even like thinking about when you're saying like it's a kind of a different approach now like because I literally I just graduated from college in May so like that whole job search process pretty much lasted the whole year for me so like I was like job searching from September all the way up until like the end of April when I got MGP so like and that was constantly just like submit 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 cover the resume cover the re- like all of that over and over again like and then reach out to this person 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 so um i definitely feel you on the fact that it's like you got to spend i uh, like people i don't know it's it's this industry i feel like it's so much more about like those like authentic connections because people like want to be able to like vouch for you for like especially like when different opportunities come around and those like LinkedIn connections and we've been meeting so many people all summer um so like connecting with those folks and like trying to figure out exactly where you like fit in in the schematic I think is really important so that's that's a great point yeah and it kind of cuts down on the time that you you would have spent otherwise doing it yourself you know like you said it's a lot of energy and time that you put into writing <laughs> I don't know how many cover letters plus revising a resume to fit every description when you can just talk to somebody who's kind of like been there done that or they've been through it and they can just give you the scoop on whether this is something you really want to do uh, why not waste your time doing that you know what I mean see I think yeah um for me I think I have a little bit of trouble in that part like with connecting with people so what do you guys do to like build that connection um, with someone that you feel like would be great to network with? That, because it's like, yes, you gotta, like you gotta connect with people. And I, but I also feel you on like that, that angst that comes <laughs> along with like trying to like reach out to people because sometimes you be feeling like, dang, do would they actually like want to connect with me? Like, do they like, do they, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know, specifically like in my situation, it does take a lot of energy. And I've said this to a couple of people, like it takes a lot of energy. Like I got to muster up the strength to like actually like reach out to somebody, especially like when I, when I see that they like have something like for me, like I know that you can like provide, not even like provide something for me, but like our conversation, I just know it's just gonna click because like I see that in you kind of thing. So like, I don't know, just like building that connection and coming prepared, like people want, especially like professionals, like people who've like been in the game, like already, they want you to come like prepare to Mm -hmm meeting and like have some questions ready like be ready to engage in the conversation which is also another task because now you got to like prepare 
for the preparation to get the job, to get the interview, to get. So it's like a process. It's a whole process. Um, but I think like just the, the the due diligence of wanting to like if you know that this is somebody that you need to be reaching out to, like you got to find that courage to just do it. And people sometimes they'll be like, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves too to make it seem like to make ourselves think like this has to be the perfect the perfect situation, the perfect message, the perfect everything, just so that they'll like us or so that they'll, you know, whatever. Um, and I struggle with that a lot. So like, I'm trying to rid that out of my, out of my system. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely struggle with that a lot too. Um, which is probably why I never did it before because <laughs> it's that whole introvert type thing. But like, I'm just realizing now that is something that I sort of have to do. Um, and I'm just kind of forcing myself to, you know, just do it, like just send that message or just make the connection on LinkedIn. And I do find it easier though, if there is somebody that I've kind of already sort of talked to or connected with, and they're sort of like the facilitator of making that connection. Mm. I feel like it makes it a little bit easier versus me just like blind texting you or like, line sending you a dm or something like that um but and this is a question i have for both of you because like this is something that i feel like i've noticed while i've been doing this like Rashid, i don't know if you noticed or maybe you haven't even experienced it but like i feel like it's it's harder for like young black men creatives to sort of like connect with each other like i feel like it's always this thing with like dudes like we just don't <laughs> we're always in the same spaces and like, but it's so hard to see each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's definitely harder for me to like if if me and Rashid didn't know each other, I feel like it, we would just go the whole time without necessarily talking to each other or making that connection. But we could be in the same company, we could be doing the same type of task, but we just don't. It's this like block. So like, Janae, to you too. Like, do you think is has it been harder for you to connect with? um like other women in your in your specific area or how how has that been for you those conversations so yeah I'm not a dude so I can't speak to what y'all experience but I never thought about it in that way so this is interesting to hear y'all talk about it um and hear what y'all have to say about it but for me I don't think it's necessarily um something that I even realized when I um am trying to connect with people. I think it's just like people in general for me. I'll be like, dang, when I talk to this person, I gotta come with something to say. Like, what am I gonna say to them? Like, how, you know, if I can benefit for them, from them, how can they benefit from me? Like, what is, how's something gonna impact? I don't know, I just be going through all these things in my head um, before I even reach out to them. Um, and so for me, like what has helped me is I'm challenging myself to just reach out to one person every day whether it be like on linkedin or through sending an email just people that we've met throughout mgp or like alum that i am um that i find interesting or that i admire their work in some way um just challenging myself to do something that i just normally wouldn't do and so yeah um and even if i show up like scared just showing up and yeah, what was the, what was the quote that uh, somebody said this morning? Uh, speak even if your voice is shaking or something yeah. like that. Makita. Makita. Yeah, Makita. Speak even if that voice is shaking. So I felt that. That was my quote. I told you that. So. Oh, just, <laughs> I put her on it. She's lying. 
bring that up just now. Um, <laughs> but to your point about like the black men reaching out to other black men, yes, like I, that that I have angst about reaching out to other black men. Like it stresses me out. I because I number one, I naturally gravitate toward women anyway. Like when it comes to like looking for advice and stuff like that, because um, a whole host of things, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a whole, a whole lot there, but like, I do feel more comfortable when it comes to like talking to women about like professional like stuff, but I know that I need like black men to have conversations with and like to help like guide my process because like they've experienced the the life that I'm low-key stepping into so like there's a lot there to learn and a lot there to like really just like talk about um so it does make me a little bit more nervous um but I feel like even and because I've been I've dealt with that for like a long time to be completely honest and especially coming from like a, a school in a business school that didn't have a lot of black men who were um you know there in the school <laughs> like it is like most of the black men in the school was a part of my organization like I already knew them so like who who else like what other professionals and like stuff like that and we didn't have a lot of like like black professionals coming back to the school and stuff like that so um it it has been tough it definitely has been uh tough trying to figure like and navigate that process um but I don't know it's 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 just it's a different it's a different kind of connection when you when you connect with a black like another black man on like like a level where you can see each other and as when you said that like we be in the same places we be in the same spaces but we don't see each other which is yeah. a fault low key of our own like we don't yeah. be looking for each other what I know uh, you you may mention Tony of um, LinkedIn as a resource um, for you. Have I found any other like resources for like job search in general or like connecting with other creatives or connecting with other people? Like what else is out there, you know? To be honest, that's also a good question because I feel like that's also another toolkit we don't have access to because I can't even tell you what else besides LinkedIn that I feel like is effective for like doing a proper job search. Like I feel like there's so many limited like resources for that. Um, or maybe it's just me not understanding all of the, the pro like the entire process to that. Like maybe I'm missing a few, but like, I don't know. Like I couldn't even tell you besides going to like the direct website or like looking for it on LinkedIn, like what other strategies are out there? So that's like another question that I just have for like people who've already done it. like. I don't know if there's enough resources for like people like us who are like going into entry level positions, you know? One that I do know specifically is uh, Jopwell, which was created um, by a black person to help like recruit um, like minoritized communities into different professional spaces. So that is one that I was uh, put on to like last year during school, but to your point, like what else you know like where where is that i don't know those different databases and all that kind of stuff so it'd be hard 
to like find stuff instead of like and you scrolling through LinkedIn, like parsing through all these different um, job titles. It's it can be yeah, it's a lot. And we've put we've put each other on a lot of right. So I could just you know wear the mouth and I guess the whole connection thing is also a good way. And that could be another reason why I've decided to probably expand on that a little bit more. Because again, mm-hmm. like the person next to you could just know just as much as you about something else. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to put me onto a bunch of stuff that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> so crazy. Have you guys ever heard of the term um, or like the idea of networking across? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so the people who are, this is it's pretty much what we're doing now. Like, we're going to be, you know, we up next. We're going to be running the advertising industry pretty soon. And so opportunities that we come across, like sharing them with each other or looking out for each other in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've seen some of that on also, like, that networking, like, to that point about networking across, but then also, um, like, we even like in different like group chats and stuff like on IG, you know, or on whatever in our uh, Slack channel, like sending different uh, messages about like different jobs or like postings where people are just like posting jobs on Instagram or wherever. Um, so like, like you said, putting each other on and like making sure that who who can fit in this role. It might not be me that can do it, but like I know somebody maybe in this agency that could like want to that might want to do this or might be interested or pique their interest in that. So all of that for sure. So yeah, that's crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, So in terms of like, I don't know which one of y'all brought up mentors earlier, but we have been given a lot of different like mentors and people to reach out to this summer, all that kind of stuff first step in that like thought process is like cultivating those relationships like how do you know because we've gotten a lot so like which one how do you know which ones to just you know have that conversation with about like how you doing how you feeling you know all that kind of stuff and which ones is it like what kind of job you looking for where you need to be going what you need to be doing like what your resume look like what your portfolio look like like all that kind of stuff like how are y'all uh having those conversations with your mentors um, and making sure that you're using them to the best of their abilities. That I struggle with because um, sometimes I don't want it to ever feel like it's just a transactional relationship. I hate that. Um, and so like for me and some of my mentors, um, you know, I always talk to them about like, hey, like this is where I'm at mentally. Like this is what I'm focused on. Like do you have any like insights into strategies like what has worked for you um where did you start how did you get here like what you know I'm always wanting like a realistic story about their experiences I hate people who just fluff it up and like they only tell you the good parts um because for me that puts that puts stuff in perspective like I'm like realistically some people may not find work within six months and that's something that I feel like people should know like we should be conscious of that you know what I'm saying? That should be like something that we consider when we're doing our job search. So it's like stuff like those are the co- types of conversations that I have like with my mentors. Um, 
when I'm talking about like job search and things like that, like what are some of the people underneath them in their agencies? Like, what are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. how are like what are your hiring practices? Like, like those are that's kind of like how I like dip into that combo a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's also to my like personally, my mentors are always like, you know, challenge everything. You know, you need mm-hmm. to do this, this, and this. They'll send me like people that I need to connect with and stuff like that and like I really appreciate that as well yeah I feel you Tony on like needing to know better ways to to cultivate those kind of relationships um I have a few different mentors but one of my mentors um he's the one that I go to when I want to share things about like the clients that we're working on and get advice on that um and he's my MGP alum mentor and so like he's familiar with everything he just was in the program last year so he has like a lot of valuable um, knowledge and advice to share with me um, on like building decks and creating concepts and and pitching Um, so I appreciate that and then I have like other mentors who help me with certain projects or that we talk about different things like I have a mentor who helps me um, like come up with like my manifesto for my career and my website and what I want that to look like. Um, wait, and, wait, which mentor is that? <laughs> no. Y'all love stealing somebody, man. Right. Now roll up on my mentors. He <laughs> <laughs> was just private messaging my mentor. You know? <laughs> Not on purpose, though. That was on accident. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I guess, like, just figuring out, like, what their strengths are. But I am, I, all of my mentors, the first thing that we talked about was, like, their story, because I wanted to know about their journey um, and how they got to where they are and just to figure out, like, what would be the best way to go about our mentor-mentee relationship but that's something that like in the midst of the work I've kind of dropped a ball on so yeah I need to pick back up um those relationships in the midst of the work is tea because (laughs) we've been working child we have been working um and I feel like I feel all of that for sure um and thinking about like my mentor like relationships i have one who's like my mgp alumni mentor um and he did the program last year as well he was also um the brand lead for apple so i leaned on him when it came to like those processes and like having those conversations around around like you know, this was this this is definitely like confusing like what are your thoughts on this like all that kind of stuff so um we definitely used like I was using him for that. And now that that account is over, like we've kind of like shifted into like that career, like job search exploration kind of thing. So uh, he just took some time to look at my resume. He helped me compile a list of like jobs and stuff in the Dallas Fort Worth area because that's where I'm trying to move. So like shout out to Randy, man. Like he been he been really he been here since day one. He's been my day one mentor. But then I also, you know, got my uh, MGB community partner mentor. I think they're calling them. Um, and she's like, from day one, she was like, what you trying to do? Like, where are you trying to go? Like, what do you need to learn? What do we need to teach? Like all that kind of stuff, like from day one. Um, and we've only met a couple times actually, um, because of like things that she had going on, but 
it's definitely like trying to like level set early on to understand like where the mentor mentee relationship is going on. Um, and then also staying connected with those people. Like, and I'm trying to remember that as well, because like we've lived lives outside of MGP as well. And we've connected with people outside of MGP, like before this program. So like still be leaning on those people too. Like I just reached out to one of my old, uh, one of the people that I used to talk to a lot. Um, and she graduated from Miami, like, I think 2015. Um, and she was working at GE. Um, and I just like, you know, what are we, what's up? Like, let's talk because I miss you. I miss you. Like, let's, <laughs> let's have a conversation. My career is still uh, not figured out. So let's, let's help you help me. Um, so yeah, like all that kind of stuff. So I feel like those, and like, we all, I feel like we, we end up in this space where it's like, sometimes it can feel forced. So like, have y'all had any experiences? Because we've got a lot of mentors now, you know, like we've connected with a lot of people. So have you gotten to a space yet with any of those mentors? It was like, okay, this, is, this isn't like giving me anything else anymore. Like we can just, this was fun. Like, thank you. And like, I feel like some mentors, most mentors are like, cool. Like if we, if it's not beneficial, then we don't need to like talk all the time. Mm -hmm. So like, have y'all gotten there at all yet? Um, I was going to say, if I feel like I'm getting there, getting to that place with one of my mentors, then I set up the meeting time for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes as opposed to an hour and like maybe we meet less. But my mentors, I, I actually enjoy talking to them. Like my Apple mentor, Janya, we call it like vacation because I, I was telling her like, dang, I could really use a vacation, but I'm not going to be able to have a vacation because coronavirus and Marcus Grand Project. <laughs> she was like, hey, well, this can be vacation. So we just be on there. Like, sometimes we talk about work and we talk about her experience with um, her um, her career. And then other times we talk about, like, skincare and where we would actually want to go on a vacation, things like that. So I guess, like, finding, finding that balance, like, it doesn't always have to be work. But I did have something to ask you guys about, like, building that relationship after MGP? Do y'all plan on doing that? And how do y'all, like, help me? Because I don't want to be awkward, but, like, some of my mentors I really want to stay in contact with after MGP. I do plan on extending that relationship with them after. Um, and they've kind of, like, offered that as well. I know one of my mentors, Nick, um, he's, he's... Our like, mentor, Nick. <laughs> Just don't do this, Johnny. Don't do this right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's always like, yeah, um, I got you type stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I do plan on doing that, and I'm hoping to like maybe just do like a little check in or a little text or something every now and then. I don't really know how to like go about that because I feel like sometimes mentors are like, yeah, okay, the program's over. Like, <laughs> I get, I'm getting a new mentee or something like that. I don't know. I told two of my mentors already, we just need to keep this thing going because if I don't, if it don't, like, if it's not on the schedule, then I'm not going to do it. So, like, it'd be hard. Like I said already, it'd be hard for me to reach out to people. So, we already got this little, we got this 30 minutes on the calendar already. Might as well just keep this thing on going until it's not beneficial, but it's still beneficial. So, let's keep on doing it, and that's how we're going to work it from here. Um, so, I definitely... Like, yeah, like at this point, you know, they got me. 
we we here. We gonna we gonna keep on meeting. Um, but I think it's just like like I also said, like just making sure like the the relationship is mutually beneficial. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like they'll tell you if it's not beneficial for them, but like as long like make sure it's beneficial for you. Like as mm-hmm. the mentee, um, because we don't want to like waste anybody's time. And like Janae said, like we got to use our time wisely. After what you just said, Rashid, it made me think of something. Like, how do y'all keep y'all relationships from being like completely transactional? You know what I mean? Because like we're going through a fellowship, and you know they already established, got their own thing going. Like, how do we? Like, I feel like we can't always be the ones to benefit from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, where is that line? Like, how are y'all? keeping things from being so like help me help me help me <laughs> you know what I mean or making it feel that way yeah I, I don't know I feel like right now it's a lot of help me help me help me because my you know I don't got nothing figured out <laughs> um, I don't have nothing to give right now exactly I ain't got nothing for you baby I'm, I'm here because I am the mentee you know <laughs> we got good conversation that is what I can provide I, I just I, I don't want to be like too stressed about you know, being too transactional. Because I, sometimes I don't even be knowing what to ask. So they couldn't think that I'm being too transactional because I ain't even asked for nothing. I just wanted to talk. Like, let's just get on the phone and talk, you know? So. Talk. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, Rasheed. But for me, I'm, I don't have, like, much to give right now, but I do try to, like, share different resources. Mm. Um, like, one of my mentors works a lot with, like, artists and illustrators. And she was having trouble finding some. And so I was just like, okay, here's a whole bunch that I know our follower like. Um, Come on, advocate. Yeah. Advocate. Give them people money. I love that. I love that. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm weak. Um, working from home. How is working from home, people? What are we, how are we feeling about that? <laughs> Working from home, hmm. I'll be having no leave sometimes. Mm. Like, I, yeah, this is definitely challenging, like, working from home, being in the house all day. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, I feel like it's gonna, it's a, it's the wave that a lot of different companies are gonna be moving towards uh-huh. um, soon. Does it stunt your Does it stunt your creativity? Do you think? Like, I feel like that's some of the conversation that's not happening with the creative specifically, or even just anybody. Like productivity, creativity, all the ivities. Like, does it stunt any of those? Yeah, in a way, it does. Like for me, I know I'm the type of person I like to see something new every day. Like at least one thing new. I need to see something new every day, just to like be inspired or just see something new and so that's why I, I take walks around my neighborhood and try to like look for new things but um yeah and then it's a, a, the whole thing of like just being at home like home is a place where you relax um and so when I'm at home I want to relax right. <laughs> but I got work to do um yeah it's just interesting finding that balance and then I got my nephew and my little cousins I'll have to agree with all of that. Um, and you don't even and you don't even know when it starts to stunt your creativity. You just feel like 
okay, something not something is not right. Like mm-hmm. maybe I need to step away. Maybe I need to take a nap or something. But you start to feel like really like drained, and then that's something I had to like learn. Like when I'm getting to that point, and then that's when I'm like, okay, I need to just pull away from the screen because like when you pent up all the time of course there's not going to be any new ideas because you you just you're seeing the same thing doing the same thing the entire time for multiple days at a time so it's like okay i gotta at least get some fresh air speak to somebody that ain't Mm -hmm. house or something so i can like recharge a little bit absolutely i feel like a lot of companies are like because listen the pandemic is here like it is raging so like we're gonna be in the house for a minute like we go whatever probably the next position everybody's next position after we leave here mm-hmm. is in the house so i feel like it's at this point like it's on us to make sure that we're just keeping that mental mm-hmm. that mental health intact because like being stuck and for me being stuck in my mama's house all the time is you know, just don't be conducive for productivity all the time. So just trying to figure out like what we can do to protect ourselves from burnout because burnout is real. Truly. And we've been working hard. So like the, the harder you work, the earlier on in your life, the earlier you can experience burnout. Like it's not, it's not something that happens when you're 40. Like, no, you can burn out quick and early. Um, so yeah, like I've been trying to, I've been trying to read a little bit more. I've been writing a journal a little bit more. Like I, I'm trying to do things that stimulate parts of my mind that I usually don't stimulate when I'm like constantly coordinating creative reviews or coordinating, you know, presentation decks. Like what what other kind of stuff do y'all think that y'all do to, you said, John A, you said walking around your neighborhood, but is there like anything else that y'all do? I sleep. Mm. Um, we have a nap on our hands. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have to like, I have to like sleep or something to like get myself together. Um, and sometimes like I'll dream while I'm sleeping, and that's why I wake up like with different ideas. They kind kind of come from those dreams, especially when I'm really really stressed. Like if I'm really stressed about something that I have to produce creatively. It's like all the time, like if I go to sleep, I'll like be dreaming about it. And then I'll wake up with like something completely new or different. So like sleep is one of the things that I do. Um, Just like walking, like getting up and like walking around, whether that's in the house or outside or something like that, running an errand or something that those sort of things kind of help me. Yes, running those errands, going to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, go buy some food, go cook some food. You know, so you feel like a regular person. Like I've had to teach <laughs> because I don't be feeling regular. Just be running on fumes all the time. Can't cook. Who? <laughs> don't try me, Anthony. Antonio. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Did you have anything to add to that, John A? Yeah. For me, like, it's about just like doing things outside mm-hmm. of work that like keep my mind going um and listening to music but even like afternoon sounds has been that thing for me that's been like excitement up because it's work but it's not like mandatory work 
Ain't nobody like, yeah, you need to do this with me. Yeah. So I like that. But like, what do y'all think the companies can do to like help their employees or their creatives like overcome, what do they call it, cabin fever? Oh. Never be at home all day? Let me make sure that's the right thing that I'm saying. I think if cabin fever was like you and he. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It says irritability, listlessness, and similar symptoms resulting from long confinement or isolation indoors during the winter. Yeah, I saw uh-huh, I saw some snow on a house when you said cabin fever. I saw uh, a cabin out in the woods, <laughs> snow blocking the door. I feel like there's an episode of something that has done that and the people went crazy or something like that. So yes, but companies, yeah, they gotta, I don't know, just, I feel like a lot of companies are being a little bit more flexible when it comes to like time, because mm-hmm. that nine to five sometimes just doesn't work for people. Like, especially if you got your kids at the house, they not, some kids not going back to school. I, well, I don't know what's going on with them kids in the schools. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like they, that's why they getting paid so they can figure it out. Because people like, if this is gonna be the regular, if it's gonna be the norm for the next month's foreseeable future, like, um, yeah, they gotta they gotta figure it out. I don't know what they gonna do. I don't know. I like the whole idea of going to like a co-working space every now and then just to like see something new or something giving people the day off how can we do like summer fridays but virtually oh yes the co-working space is nice we just to give the viewers an understanding carl and i are both in a a co-working space um so yeah like it'd be nice to like get out the house but then also like it'd be stressful because like i still gotta like i don't know these people like all like that Mm -hmm. so i Ducking and dodging, like trying to hide out homes and stuff. So, coronavirus, all that kind of crazy. So, yeah. Um, based on the work that we've done for MGP, the work that we've done with MGP, because we are MGP, um, how will this help y'all, like this whole process, even like? adjust or move forward like what are some as we're as we're nearing the end of the program itself um what are we leaving with you know like what if what have we gained that'll that'll help us to continue on our career exploration you know job search journey and if that's and if it's something that you think that can help somebody else like what's that what's that piece of advice for that person that's on their journey too, that's listening and it's like, I'm in the same predicament. I don't know what I'm doing. Like where, how do, where are we falling with that? Network. Mm. My network, I don't necessarily mean like go to networking events. I feel like again, Johnny mentioned like networking across and then we also mentioned how we've helped put each other on to different things, whether that be jobs, artists, music, whatever. Like we're always constantly feeding into one another like find like your team find like your people and then y'all do shit together i can't curse y'all do stuff together and make it <laughs> and then make 
<laughs> I didn't make that work for you. You know what I mean? Instead of like trying to do everything on your own. Mm. I second that. I second that. Second that, Johnny. You <laughs> give one piece. You can't. You steady stealing stuff today. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm weak. I can second that if I want to. And I'm a third it. Right. So, so what you gonna do? Right. So what else is going on? What else is new? But yeah. <laughs> I'm weak because no, for sure. Like, I feel like I'm leaving like here knowing that like, it's okay to like build relationships with people that are like on your same journey because everybody always trying to get to the next level by trying to reach the next person with the next title and the whole thing. So yeah, I feel like use your people, the people that are like in the trenches in these virtual trenches with you to quote Carl like we trenches all summer. Like I'm gonna use y'all to the best of my ability and everything that I do. So definitely got to do that. I I would say also to be intentional about the things that you do and the work that you do um, and where you want to end up. Um, and don't rush. Don't rush. Those don't, are my things. Don't come to you. Whatever. Wait, what they say, what is for you will not pass you. Amen. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's hard to see it though. It'd be really hard to see that kind of stuff. Like trying to trying to take in all those all those proverbs and trying to like live live it out in your everyday life can be tough. But it do I, I feel like it definitely gets it gets better and like the more, the more that you talk about it, like we're doing here on the Afternoons with Podcast, the easier that it gets. <laughs> Any final thoughts from the team? Love on your peoples. Oh, that's a good way. Oh, love on them. Let them know that you appreciate them on today. Tell them today that you appreciate them. And I appreciate y'all. So, yeah. We appreciate you, Rasheed. Big hearts, big hearts everywhere, everywhere. Thank you to the team. I appreciate Tony. I appreciate John Nate for being here with us on the Afternoons with Podcast. We are regulars. Uh, we do this. <laughs> the listeners, we appreciate y'all for tuning in week by week. The numbers have been looking good, but spread the word. You know, repost the flyer. <laughs> let the people know that we be on here just talking. We be shooting it. We just be, we just be talking, you know, so listen to us. As always, check out our blog at itsafternoon.com. Um, check out our agency playlist. Um, John A. plugged those a little bit ago. Spotify, Apple Music, Afternoon Sounds. Follow that Instagram as well, at Afternoon Sounds. Um, and check us out next week for a new topic. We are here every week. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Deuces. Jelana is an online women's clothing store that offers high quality fashionable looks for less. Jelana currently sells tops, bottoms, dresses, and accessories to complete all of your summer looks. Stay on the lookout for her next collection debuting in mid-August. In the meantime, use code AFTERNOON for 10% off your next purchase.